Hi there. You're watching and listening to Sipping Off the Cuff on Tequila Aficionado Media on all of our channels and networks. I'm Mike Morales here in soggy San Antonio. That gentleman out there is... <laughs> Rick Levy in soggy Escondido. Yeah, well, the humidity is climbing here, folks. But uh, uh, anyway, Rick and I have uh, had the unusual distinction of um, taking the a look at Adictivo. Uh, you may have seen this brand. It's it's extremely popular right now. It's probably one of the hottest brands on the market. Uh, an award winner in several different shows and categories from uh, WSWA, uh, San Diego World Spirits. Uh, um, anyway, uh, we had to nominate it for Brand of Promise just in the in the bottling and the packaging alone because it's it's just it is very elegant. Isn't it. You know what, Rick? And here's the other thing. I know that we're holding the 375 versions, but yeah. it's it feels really good. It's got a great hand feel, doesn't it? The the twist. Yeah. Well, I actually have uh, I have one of the larger ones here too. It's an older bottle. Uh, it's one of the originals. Uh, it has the uh, sharp corners on the top shoulder. Okay. Uh, on the uh, th on the 750s now, the shoulders are much more rounded off. Okay. But uh, yeah, it's a very heavy bottle, uh, very substantial. You can, uh, you know, you can defend your home with this thing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's very bartender friendly. <laughs> um, anyway, we actually enjoyed. I, I, I was very pleasantly surprised, both of us, in the in the Blanco Suave. Now, here's the interesting thing: they they uh, the importer Staller Imports uh, was nice enough to send us a DAC. Uh, the marketing deck for uh, Adictivo, and on the marketing deck, it does not say that the Blanco is is um, uh, aged for a few weeks in 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 French oak. But on the website, Rick assures us that that's exactly what it says. So, and I agree. I, I think the it, we noticed that there was a slight off color on the Blanco, which might you might be able to catch here on my on my lighting, and and that would that would denote that it's it's been aged at least for a little while in a French oak barrel. And if you know anything about French oak, you know it, that it can, it really influences the flavor of, of um, and, and the color of any tequila, just about anything. It's, uh, it's every, it seems to be their favorite barrel to use. So. Yeah. And, you know, I think for, um, I, I would venture to guess that say, to say that these are uh, previously used for red wine. Um, yeah, I, as we go, as we're going through the uh, the age uh, expressions, I think we'll we'll notice more and more a little bit of the dryness. I think that you that I've experienced from from uh, tequilas aged in wine barrels uh, for for me anyway. Uh, but we're gonna we're gonna taste and and smell the reposado now. Um, what do we know for how how long is it being aged? Eight. Uh, Eight months in French oak. Eight months. Wow. So it gestates for eight months. Yeah. <laughs> did I say gestates? <laughs> certainly did. Um, I'm using my Stossel Jarrito for, for basically for uh, uh, mezcal. I, I like this one a little bit better. It's a beautiful color. I got to say, man. Yeah. Very, very nice. Um, nice legs and tears. It's really coating the glass. Yes. The, uh, I don't know if you can see that here, but yeah, the uh, the 
pearls are hanging for a long time before yeah. the uh, tears form, and the tears are extremely slow. And, and, and very thick, too. You notice how thick they are? Yeah. And, the, and, and you know, with the plata, we noticed the plata, you know, was uh, substantial in its uh, viscosity as well. Yeah. Well, you know, it, it did have a, an interesting mouthfeel. We, we could get, you know, both uh, the agave... Uh, the agave influences as well as the the French oak influences. It was it, I thought it was pretty well balanced. I was I was very yeah. surprisingly impressed. Okay, this is really sweet on the nose though. Sweet, and then there's a little bit of alcohol too. I don't know if you're getting any of that, but yeah, I, yeah, I, mean, I think I can detect it underneath. It's yeah. uh, it's well hidden though. This almost has a, a character of some of the extra añejos that you and I have had. Yeah. You know, there's like a dried fruit quality uh, on the nose. Yeah, it's that kind of, of sweetness and, you know, sort of fullness of, of barrel aromas. Wow. But I think I can still pick out some of the agave there. Yeah, a little bit, but it's almost, it's, a, it's, it's faint. It's faint now. Yeah, it's, uh, it's not primary to the uh, aroma profile. Um, now for the uh, Reposado on their website, they're saying that, uh, yeah, for the aroma, they're saying wood and cooked agave. That's about the right. woods. The wood's definitely there. The uh, yeah. You can find the cooked agave. It's um, subservient to the wood probably. Yes. Oh, that's... Very dominatrix of you. <laughs> <laughs> What's your safety word, Mike? <laughs> Apple. <laughs> uh, well, let's dive in. Let's just, you know, um, here's, here's looking at you. <clears throat> yeah, that is, uh, it's thick and sweet. Um, uh, you definitely notice it right off the top. It's not, it's, uh, I would say it's thick and sweet in a bold way, but not necessarily, not to the point of being repulsive. Yeah, no, not <laughs> repulsive yet, folks. <laughs> uh, you know, we, here at Tequila Aficionado, we really do try to give every, everybody a fair, a fair chance. Um, I'm going to do something interesting. I don't know if you've ever seen me do this. You might have. Where I pour use some, it as cologne. <laughs> yeah, I use it as cologne. I'm going to use it as aftershave. I'm actually, you know, people think that it, all we do is tequila taste, but a lot of times you you have to literally pour some in your hands, diffuse the the alcohol, and then smell your hands. If you, that's what we we when we do these tastings, we don't wear cologne or strong perfumes or wash our hands with really strong smelling soap, so we can get some what's going on in the wood. I'm I'm getting wood and and okay very little glycerin I, I will say that there's some glycerin I'm not sure if that's happening um, naturally from the from the French oak barrel it's not a lot my hands aren't super super sticky but it's definitely there and it's it's wood I mean that's what I'm getting I'm getting barrel. I just wanted to try that because I know that you and I have had some, some, 
some really varying and sometimes disconcerting experiences with with this line in this family. So um, other than other than the just a slight stickiness, not a whole lot. I mean, if they're if they're using it at all, it might just be coming from the distillation or the barrel itself. Um, honestly, it's probably sweeter than 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 what I would. And you and I had. Um, it reminds me a lot of Torres Real. Torres Real, we had uh, you and I had the Repo and the Anejo, and we found it more on the sweeter sweeter end of the spectrum. And again, not that that's a bad thing. Um, it's just probably more a lot sweeter than I would normally. This is probably as 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 engaged as I would get. I think with a with a tequila that kind of leans toward the sweet side of the spectrum. I don't I don't know about you. Maybe you would venture a little further. Yeah. No, I I think uh, you know we're already kind of like in añejo territory. I I I get a lot of the. The fruitiness, uh, uh, you know, the maybe not leaning. Uh, how do I call? Uh, Starting uh, to get a little bit of cherry on the nose. Yeah, it it it's. Are we getting fresh cher cherry or dried fruit? But it reminds me a lot. The nose has that extra añejo quality that you and I have had in several other extra añejos, where you just know off the top that it's you know over three years old and it's been probably longer. And but it's not necessarily in a French oak, and I think is it is it just me or is the influence of the French oak just really beginning to dominate the tequila? Oh yeah, you know certainly the wood is dominating here in the reposado. Um, the you know like the aroma, the agave is uh, more secondary. There's uh, short pepper on the palate. Um, the uh, the finish, I think it's safe to say the finish is fairly short. Um, I'm getting, I, I, I do have a little bit of the uh, flavor still on my palate. Yeah, me too. Uh, not a lot going on in, you know, the back of the palate. Well, I, I just got a little bit of the bitterness, like, like and, and without even drinking any, it's just, just what's residue, what's left over on my palate. It felt like a like a bitter chocolate or a cocoa or something like oh, that. Oh yeah, not like necessarily what? not necessarily tobacco because I'm not getting any of that. It's just way too yeah. uh, sweet. And that's a very common characteristic from French oak. Yeah. Um, what's our verdict? What do you think? I mean, well, okay, let's look at the price. You no, know, well, something. Okay, you want the price points? Yeah. Uh, price right points. now, I think the so for the Reposado seven fifty bottle, um, I think the uh, pricing is uh, $55. Uh, but you can get it at High Time Wine online for 50 and Old Town Tequila for 44 Oh. Well, you know, at those prices, again, is this something that you would, you know, is this, is this a good tequila to wean people off of the, 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 the overly sweet ones? Because, you know... Yeah, yeah, you know, if, like... You know, like the point I made with the Plata, uh, if you're looking, you know, for an entry point to bring in someone new to uh, draw them into tequila and help them explore, um, you know, this is uh, certainly a way to do it. Uh, if you uh, have a, uh, a whiskey or a bourbon drinker, you know, you could bring them to this Reposado, possibly, 
and uh, draw them in. Uh, you could make, uh, you know, you could mix this in a, in a Latin Manhattan. Uh, you know, it's right in that in that spot of, you know, the kind of barrel aged sweetness. So for for Rick and myself, this is in our this is in our sweet spot, and we probably wouldn't. I know I probably wouldn't go any sweeter than this for me. Yeah. If you're, you know, if you're an agave aficionado, you know, um, and, uh, you know, really an aficionado more on the, the purest side that wants to see how the agave can express itself, um, then this probably isn't for you. But if, you know, you have a friend that's really into something like Classe Azul, and you want to try to broaden their horizons, you could bring them to this. And uh, it would be a, you know, be a very simple transition for them and to help them explore. From what we know on the, on both the distillery numbers, uh, whether it's uh, uh, the uh, uh, 1560, is that what we were looking at? Uh, 1560, yes. Yeah, uh, remember folks, there are, there are two distilleries uh, there's probably old stock and new stock, okay? Uh, old bottles are having the sharper edges. The newer bottles have more rounded edges. These are, of course, the 375s. But just be aware that, that there are two different known numbers uh, for now until, until all the stock has been depleted. Um, I, I'm going to go on a limb. I'm going to say that this one's a, a Brain of Promise nominee, I think, in the in – the, in, in the reposado category, it's probably as far out as I'll venture myself. But I, I do agree, neither one of these distilleries, as far as we know, have diffusers. So, uh, you know, as evidenced by the Blanco, the characteristics of the agave were still there. And and uh, uh, Senor Partida, who is the the agavero, the agave grower, and they make. You know, they they show if you follow them on Instagram or you follow them on on Facebook, you'll see Gildardo in the middle of the fields and they, they're very proud of their fields. I mean, if they're yeah. they're using their own agave, um, it stands to reason that, you know, that they would be very proud of that and be and be using that as opposed to be as opposed to, you know, the other reputed distilleries that we mentioned that do have diffusers and are just using the uh, barrels to hide you know, to influence your, your vodka. <laughs> so. yeah. But then, you know, there's only so much we can infer by the gnome number as well, because yeah. per the normas, the gnome number indicates where it was bottled. Right. They don't have to, they don't have to they don't say have... that that's where it was produced. Exactly. Even though the labels will say produced and bottled, you'll see that on many, many uh, of, of these brands. Uh, but, but technically speaking, the gnome number is basically where it's been bottled not always necessarily where it's been produced and and uh the normas also allow for uh distilleries to buy blanco in bulk 100% uh, agave blanco from each other okay um not not anything aged so if they're if they're buying anything from anybody they're buying the blanco first because then they take it to their laboratories or they put it in their barrels and if it's the the, the right flavor profile you know they they work at it to make it so that so the consistency is there and and that's some agave learning for you guys okay because you mm -hmm. probably weren't aware that that's what's going on and yeah the normas allow for that to happen um but you know again 
Uh, I, I think, you know, we are, we, we are noting the family influence here uh, yeah. in terms of the profile. It's, yeah. uh, you know, still in that area. It's, um, it's uh, one of the more nicely done uh, yes. versions in that uh, profile range. Yeah, I agree. I think uh, I, I, I have had others that were older uh, and not even from this distillery, just, just others on the market. Uh, that were in añejos and extra añejos that that I I just I couldn't stand. This is this is tolerable and and, and again, <laughs> well you know it's a it, tolerable in a way for me you know yeah so you know once you've after when you get to the point where you've reviewed a couple of hundred tequilas and you know you're really you become really infatuated with the agave itself. And uh, so, you know, you become more of a snob about the agave, more of a purist. And, you know, it's a it's a smaller community. And, you know, we're here to educate. We want to help people expand. Sure. But there is a huge market out there for the sweeter profiles. Yep. And, nice. you know, that's what this is going for. It's, you know, looking to serve those people. And um, I think, you know, if I had to recommend a, a tequila with a sweeter profile, um, I wouldn't have a problem pointing someone towards this. Yeah, uh, I think I think they're consistent. That's the other thing too. I, I think uh, people are beginning to know the name of the partida name uh, uh, in many circles and many contests. You, these people have huge booths wherever you see them. Say, you know, go out and say hi to them, meet them. They're very. They're very outgoing. Uh, Gildardo is always in front of his brand, um, and and I think people have come to expect a certain style from the family, and and this won't let you down. Um, um, sure. At uh, at Puerto de Hierro as well, uh, Nam fourteen seventy seven. They are all set up for tourists and for doing, uh, you know, doing events. You could have a wedding there. Oh yeah. Uh, it's a, they've, they've got a beautiful setup there. Um, some, some nice tasting rooms, I believe. Yep. Uh, oh yeah, that's right. They have a, they, I think they call it the castle, the Castillo. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, anyway, that's our take, uh, on the, uh, Adictivo Reposado. We'll be back shortly. If you watch and listen to us on, uh, you know, on YouTube and all of our channels too, not just YouTube, but pretty soon on Amazon Prime, you'll be watching this beautiful face out there of, of this gentleman right there. What's what's your name again? <laughs> uh, Rick Levy. Uh, and Rick is in San Diego County, uh, Escondido. I am Mike Morales here in San Antonio. You've been watching and listening to Sipping Off the Cuff on Tequila Aficionado Media everywhere. Just follow us on pick pick a platform. We are there. Um, and whatever you do, you know, tomar sabiamente. Sip wisely.